Say rest well. Say rest well. Three, two, one. Whoa. Praise Whoa. the Lord. Which one of you said praise the Lord? <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> okay, I bet it was you then. That was me. I thought it was Daniel. I wasn't me. It was Daniel. I was praising the Lord on the podcast. Okay, well, we're we're taking a stand right now. This is a pro Lord podcast, Christian podcast. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> the first. <laughs> no, I just hijacked your podcast and made it Christian. No, it was it was always Christian. You don't have any power over us. It was always Christian. We always praise the Lord at the beginning of every episode. Yeah, you didn't catch all those subtle Christianity references that we were making. Yeah, listen back. <laughs> those subtle praisings of the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Three Cowboys was all about. Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Um, you know, w- welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Inside the Mind of a Child Genius. In this podcast, we read and analyze the stories written by little children. Little Christian children. Okay. <laughs> yeah, little Christian children. Okay. Come on, Joseph. No. Come on. This podcast is for adults only. <laughs> Adult Christians only. Farmers only. <laughs> The podcast. Farmers only the podcast. Do you think there is? Do you think there is one? There might be. <laughs> there is now. Oh my God. Actually, that's how we grow our audience. We just claim we are the official Farmers Only podcast. <laughs> yeah, we'll get some listeners just from that. Well, we always we always have to cough and <clears throat> unofficial just so we don't get sued. <laughs> right. So it sounds like we're saying official, but we're saying unofficial. And we have COVID. Nice. This week on Farmers Only Unofficial, <laughs> Susie <laughs> likes horses and she hooked up with Billy who likes cows and guns. And Christians. All right. <laughs> he was on Christians, Christians Only, but there weren't enough people that liked cows. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, welcome to Inside the Mind of a Child Genius. This is the Christian-friendly, farmer-friendly <laughs> podcast where we read stories written by children about Christians, about farmers, delving into the minds of the child geniuses. Say who we are. I'm Farmer Joe. Um, I'm Farmhand Theo. <laughs> Okay, you guys can't all be farmers. And I'm Priest Daniel. Daniel's a priest. No, I don't want a priest on a podcast involving children at all, okay? You invited me. I said it's an adult podcast. Adult farmers only. No kid farmers. Or farm hands. That's child labor. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. No kid farm hands. That's true. Wait, are farm hands always children? Yes, is that what you were, Daniel? <laughs> That's how we were raised. You know that bit we did on Jabba Nuba where you were selling rotten strawberries? Yeah, I, remember, I recall those days. You know, that's our most praised bit. Most praised What? I don't bit. even remember that. I've gotten two people saying that it was their favorite bit. <laughs> two people. Which I know isn't that much. <laughs> that's a lot for us. <laughs> and one of them was your mom. <laughs> Here's a little farmer metaphor. That, you know, we're, we're just planting the seeds. It'll grow into more people. Uh, our, our listeners will understand that. Daniel never introduced himself. Yeah, he did. He's a priest. Oh, just a priest. <laughs> I'm the Archbishop, Dan. Okay. Oh, you, yeah, you wanted his rank? <laughs> yeah. He's Archbishop. I'm Archbishop Daniel. <laughs> Much better. I'm the Pope of farmhands. That's what the other <laughs> farmhands call me. What is a farmhand? Is it just like if a farmer needs to do something, but it just feels too yucky and they don't want to touch it, then the farmhand comes in and uses their hands? That's right. Yeah, you just sit around in the shade until you hear them say, ew, and then you go over there <laughs> and you fix it. It's like, I'll touch it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll touch it. That's why I'm here. Farmersonly.com. I'll touch it. That's farmhandsonly.com. That's farmhandsonly.com. <laughs> That's right. Can we, t- can we, I need to know what the strawberry bit was. I don't know what that 
was. I didn't think it was very funny. Here's what it was. I, I said, normally when people come on to a podcast as a guest, they have something they want to promote. Oh. So I asked Daniel what he wanted to promote, and he said, strawberries had a lot of mold on them. <laughs> and then he, we realized, oh, he's promoting rotten <laughs> fruit on our podcast. And then Joseph said he didn't want it. And then I told Joseph he was rude. And then Joseph was like, okay, we'll take it. And I was like, Joseph's going to have all of it. That's a great bit. (laughs) People on Farmers Only probably send a link to that bit. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it is. That really appeals to farmers and farmhands. You want to know my kind of humor? (laughs) (laughs) Especially farmhands because it's a gross thing to touch, moldy strawberries. And the other farmhands are just like, yeah. I'd touch that too. Love touching gross, <laughs> squishy shit. Let me get a hand on that thing. <laughs> Let me get a hand on that. I'll touch it. You, you know how people say like, you never worked a day in your life when they see your hands are like all, yeah. they don't have calluses on them. But it's like, for a farm hand, it's just like, your hands just, just smell really bad because all the stuff you've yeah. touched. That's what the poop smith was. The poop smith was a farm hand. <laughs> it was a farm hand's farm hand. It's the original farm hand. <laughs> I thought he used a shovel though. That's true. And he had gloves. Don't degrade the poop smith. <laughs> Why did we just accept that there was a character whose job was apparently to shovel poop from one pile to another? I thought that was hilarious. That was probably my favorite joke on Homestar Runner. You are your father's son. That's true. Dad Dad loves a good poop joke and a fart joke. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You want to make Barry laugh? Oh, yeah. You make a fart sound, he loses his shit. Really? Is that good for business? <laughs> it's really good for business. <laughs> Classic business dinner joke. Just make a fart sound. Well, that's only if, if you, uh, you're coming up on the deal and you feel like you can't really negotiate it well. You fart or you make a fart joke? Uh, I guess you fart. You make a you fart, fart sound with your mouth. <laughs> you make it a fart. They're like, all right, I'll give you 100000 for this. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's how adults do it. I just love the idea of like guys in suits in a boardroom just being like, no, too low. <laughs> poop. That's poop. You could use that in lots of situations. Like, you know, when you're in the emergency exit row on a plane, the flight attendant comes over and they're like, we need verbal confirmation that you know how to get people off the plane if there's an emergency. And you go, <laughs> them and just make a fart noise. They're like, please say anything. You just keep making fart noises. Please just say something else. You're not the first person that did that. But I did it the best. Everybody's been listening to this podcast and they all started doing that. Everybody does that. (laughs) Have you ever moved from that seat because the responsibility was too hefty? Only once the plane started going down. That's the best time to do it. I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> hey, I guess I know I said I would do this, but... Guys, I know I farted at you. I can't actually do it. <laughs> now that we're crashing, I'm realizing it's a lot of responsibility. I'm sorry. I think I need a little bit to think about. I'm gonna go think about it in the bathroom. I really just wanted the leg room. What is the responsibility? What do you have to do? Uh, yeah, I don't actually know. <laughs> if the plane starts going down, you have to open that door and jump out, I guess. <laughs> that means you're the first person out. What's the responsibility? <laughs> I don't think that's what it means. <laughs> if there's any turbulence at all, open that door and jump out. Get the heck out of there. <laughs> and then they'll just be like, he misunderstood the responsibility. <laughs> you shouldn't have just made a fart noise at us. <laughs> you shouldn't have taken his word for it when he made the fart noise. <laughs> Man. I don't actually know what the real responsibility is if you're in that seat. You guys have any funny flight stories? (laughs) 
I feel like you do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I kind of do. But you tell yours. Yours is funny. This isn't really that funny. But I, mean, I was sitting next to this guy who was just reading an NRA magazine the whole time. And I just thought it was so funny just to think like for this two hour stretch, he wasn't allowed to have his gun on him. <laughs> so then he had to like read about guns. He's got to show people that he likes guns. And that's his whole personality. Did you just make some gun noises and then a fart noise and then you guys are best friends? <laughs> and then the guy's like, oh, is that that gun? I love that gun. That's a good gun. I farted like that before, too. That fart lets me know that I'm safe with you. A good guy with a fart? I don't know. Anyway, what's your funny story, Joseph? Oh, I mean, it's also not very funny. I mean, no, yours was funny. I mean, I was just... I was just on a really long flight from Spain and because it was so long, it was just like watching a bunch of movies and the guy next to me, I think I have told you this, but the guy next to me didn't pull up any of his movies on his set that he had to watch because we all have one and he just watched mine. That's exactly what I do. He couldn't hear my movie. (laughs) He just watched my movie happen and like kind of laughed too (laughs) he laughed yeah he was engaged in my movie was it like a lot of physical humor and stuff i don't know if i had the subtitles or was he just like i've memorized this movie (laughs) i know where the jokes are or he's just laughing to himself about how uncomfortable he's making me (laughs) (laughs) it's like oh i remember this part this is where napoleon says gosh (laughs) yeah that's probably what it was i i do that on airplanes and i can't help it i don't (laughs) want to be watching a movie but I can't stop watching other people's movies. You think that's what he was doing? I think he has a screen addiction like me. He's a Daniel. He's a priest. Yeah, if it's like the seat right in front of me, I can't not look at their movie. I don't even want to be watching it. Yeah. So what do you think you're going to do? You're like, I'm going to get on this eight-hour flight and stare at the back of this person's headrest. I'm just going to look at the chair. (laughs) Well, I wanted to read or sleep, but then I was just like, there's a movie on. (laughs) that i can't hear i have done this before i went to austria when i was in high school on the flight back i was trying to work on this essay i was supposed to write for like a high school class and i really thought i could do it but instead i just watched avatar in silent mode the person (laughs) beside me was watching it i like how you say silent (laughs) mode like it's a thing for movies (laughs) yeah i watched avatar in silent (laughs) mode you mean like without any sound what that should be a dvd feature where all it does is play the sort of hum of the airplane (laughs) it just vibrates (laughs) every once in a while like it has audio of someone saying you know you have this movie on yours too you can watch it on yours The real plane experience (laughs) for people who don't watch movies on planes. But what are you supposed to do? It's like if you want to watch the movie with someone, are you supposed to like try to sync it up with them and press play at the same time? Impossible. What? No, you just watch your movie. You you watch a movie on your headset with your headphones. But what if you want to watch their movie and you're seeing everything happen right before, you know, they're like five seconds ahead and it's spoiling it for you? <laughs> yeah, I guess I didn't really consider that. <laughs> yeah, like what are you supposed to do if you see someone sitting beside you watching a movie you want to watch? Are you going to start watching that same movie? Because then they're going to know you were watching their movie. <laughs> okay, it's less weird to start watching the same movie someone else is watching. The selection of movies on planes isn't like a huge selection. So it's not that crazy to think that you'd be watching the same movie. But it is weird to watch their movie in silent mode <laughs> <laughs> over their shoulder. No, no, you got you to gotta start the movie after them, like 30 minutes after. And you got to keep nudging them and asking them, wait, so what happens with this guy? <laughs> 
just keep telling them the part you're on. <laughs> when you're reading the same book as someone, they always ask, like, what chapter are you on? And you, like, have to explain where you are in the book. Ugh. It's like that, except you're telling them where you are. I'm at one hour, 42 minutes. Where are you? I think this guy is going to die. You just make wild predictions about the movie. And then you make fart noises. Then you make fart noises. What if you you could start the movie and then like very conspicuously put up your hand beside your face like you're trying to block their movie out? Uh-huh. <laughs> or you could put your hand over their screen. <laughs> <laughs> you just say, sorry, I don't want to know how it ends. <laughs> you're ruining it. Just start yelling. This movie looked really good when I was watching it over your shoulder and now it's annoying to me that you're watching this. You're ruining it. Do you, do you mind if I do you mind if I just pause just sort of indefinitely? <laughs> I'm just like 30 minutes behind. It won't take long. I'm just going to catch up. <laughs> yeah, you can start it again in uh, 15 minutes, 26 seconds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gotta get a headphone splitter for those people. I don't, Wouldn't that be sweet? Well, yeah. I mean, if you're trying to watch a movie with your friend or something. but Or like, a stranger. Not with a stranger. Oh. No. I mean, you could just offer it to them and be like, I have a headphone splitter. <laughs> you're kind of inviting them to do it, but you're also making them aware that they're doing something weird. That could be a good solution. Oh, no, I meant if you're the person watching over their shoulder. Oh, they, I could hear not. this if you let me use my headphone splitter. If you're the Daniel, yeah. <laughs> I'd really like to hear your movie, but I, I'm not plugged into it. You know, you don't have to hoard the audio. <laughs> Sometimes I, I do remember now, like international flight. You know how you can see the screen where the plane is over the ocean. I've watched that on other people's screens. I've watched that. I watched that on my own screen the entire time. <laughs> I'm not joking. Getting closer. You just keep saying that to the person next to you like every five minutes. I, we're getting closer. You, you like take a marker and just like circle apart in the middle of the journey and like write like an X on it or something like that. And they're like, what's going to happen? <laughs> Draw like explosion lines around the plane. You like draw an arrow to it. You write like the grand finale or something. <laughs> I've been waiting for this for years. You, you did make the fart noise, right? We, we're going to be okay, right? Well, 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 it's that time. It's about time we looked at the things. So this is another episode about dun, 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 Theo. Woo. I just have so much built up material. We got to get through all this. That's all. <laughs> it's not that it's funny or interesting. We just have to get through it. It is our job. We don't like it any more than you do. Is this all like a big therapy thing? Your therapist is like, you should really go through all the things you wrote when you were a kid. <laughs> I'm worried about you. You really should go through this. <laughs> and I'm immediately like, hmm, maybe I can monetize that. We have those ads. They're like half a cent at the beginning. I mean, therapy is expensive. Yeah. Oh, true. You got to make some money off of it. We figured out in one episode how to do that, right? You outsource the therapy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a pyramid scheme. Yeah. But I I have to remind you that wasn't as brilliant as moldy strawberries. Right. Yeah. That was our high point. My favorite bit is still the loophole in Sharia law. (laughs) (laughs) That one is pretty good. Where, what was it? Women drive, but like men put their hands through their arms and they drive. <laughs> yeah. That's so fucked up. That's not fucked up. It's brilliant. I mean, it's genius. <laughs> Wait, no, no. It's the men are in the seat. The woman is putting her hands through the men's sleeves, right? Mm, yeah. That's... So she is technically driving. Okay. I wasn't sure what it was. It was like she gets the experience like she is driving a car, but it's actually a man, so it's not illegal or. 
this is like mm. a way to do it illegally, but it seems legal. <laughs> oh, oh, so you're saying she's in the front seat, he's in the back seat with his arms. They get pulled over, <laughs> and then she's like, "Tricked you! It's this guy <laughs> behind me. You can't arrest us." Right? Yeah, ironclad. Yeah. So what I brought today for us to look at are some assignments that are from. I wish I could say middle school. I think some of them are from middle school. I'm a little worried some are from high school. These are like terribly done assignments. Um, And a little problematic, we might find. Wow. This is the episode that's going to get us canceled. Yeah, this is our most canceled episode. The grand finale. (laughs) This is where we draw the circle on the (laughs) in-flight map. So I figured the first one we should do is called egg spearmint. This is from a science class. I wonder if that has anything to do with eggs. Yeah, I kind of think the entire point of doing this experiment was to make the pun experiment. It's a good pun. It's all right. It wasn't necessary. Not as good as my science fair project, Get Off My Banana, which was entirely done for me to say, get off my banana. And it wasn't even a very relevant. It was about mosquitoes, right? And you could have done anything with like sucking. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> the, but banana was part of the experiment. It was to see if they are attracted to bananas. Yeah, but mosquitoes suck things. Right. It yeah. part of it too. Suck my banana. Yeah. That might have been too on the nose. <laughs> Suck my banana. No, principal, you don't get it. It's mosquitoes, and if they like to eat bananas. <laughs> Guys, I am having a serious mosquito problem. Really? Yeah, and my, my apartment building has like four units, and in the stairwell there are more mosquitoes than I've ever seen in my life. Everyone who sees it says the same. Wow. Whoa. It's terrible. And they. I heard there are five cases of malaria in Texas. Really? Really? Yeah. Be careful. What if one of those was me? (laughs) (laughs) And you didn't know. But I did find out something. If you put soapy water in a spray bottle, you can spray them and they die. And so I went like full extinction mode on them a few times. Wow, that's really mean. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) I had to. You can't imagine this many mosquitoes. Mm, I can imagine a lot of mosquitoes. (laughs) I can imagine (laughs) a wall that you cannot get through that's solid of mosquitoes. Yeah, you should take a banana and throw it out your door every time you want to leave and then run the opposite direction. Suck my banana and then run out. It won't work. My experiment failed. I also did it in winter. That was why it failed. I didn't catch any mosquitoes. You should have gone to Theo's stairwell. Yeah, you should have. That's the place to do it. I was like considering uh, releasing a bat or something. Oh, bat, bat, bat. <laughs> you would have said that. Okay. Uh, well, anyway, let's, let's get to it. Where Sorry. would you have gotten a bat? I'm sorry. Well, there's a place in Houston. There's this bridge with this big bat colony, and they come out every night, and there are like like a million of them or something like that. That's awesome. And so I was thinking maybe you just get like a Kroger bag, hold it under the bridge. You really thought about this. You're going to kill a bat. No. And if it's a vampire, that's homicide. <laughs> oh, shit. Wait, they're dead. They're dead already. I thought they were immortal. I think the jury would look kindly upon me if I killed a vampire. Just saying. No way. But, That'll get us canceled. Do you want to know something about those bats? Yeah, I want to know <laughs> something about those bats. I've gone to see them a few times, and every time there's a hawk that sits in a tree nearby, and all the bats come out, and it's like a guaranteed dinner every time. The hawk just like flies in, grabs one, and then leaves. That's wow. awesome. Wouldn't that suck to be that bat's friends and family? That hawk probably has a lot of diseases. Why? I would never eat that hawk. Why? I thought Why? bats had a bunch of diseases. Oh, 
Um, I think that's propaganda. I'm just spreading misinformation about bats. This is what's going to get us canceled. Yeah. All this misinformation. Bat you get COVID from bats. <laughs> that's the only way you can get it. <laughs> yeah. You don't need the vaccine. Just stay away from bats. The vaccine is bat blood. Stay away from the vaccine. Too. It will turn you into a bat. Oh my god, now I'm worried that like somehow our like audio is gonna be scraped when we download this or when we upload this and uh we really will get canceled for me saying don't get vaccinated. <laughs> oh, I just said it again. Fuck. It's gonna be just like the Joe Rogan podcast where like between every few episodes on Spotify it has a little thing that says like learn about COVID nineteen by clicking this link. Yeah. Because it spreads so much misinformation. I don't listen to the Joe Rogan podcast that much. I know I brought it up in two episodes in a row. You, do, you mention it a lot. You do mention it a lot. No. I've never listened to it. No. Is any of it good? I mean, I know a lot of people hate it. He but... sometimes gets guests that don't go on any other show. Yeah. And they're talking. They're often talking about something really interesting. And then he he's like, "So what do you think about aliens? Here are all my <laughs> thoughts about aliens." And he like just talks about aliens for like an hour, just like over and over. Oh. He sounds like he kind of sucks. I will say that he changed because I actually did used to like his podcast and it wasn't as conspiracy theory or like just transphobic. Yeah, (laughs) uh, all the awful shit that it is now. But I don't think it used to be like that. But I don't know. Maybe I was also just younger and dumber then, too, so, and I just didn't realize. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Back to my question. Is this document supposed to have pictures in it? Um, I don't think so, no. Wow. <laughs> wow. What about it? There's just like a page with a sentence on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of empty space. The first two pages are just one sentence each. <laughs> uh, it's a very minimal effort assignment, I think. So it's called Experiment, period three, January 25th, 2006. I don't want to do the math on that to figure out how old I was. That's the year I graduated high school. Uh, so I must have been like five or something. Um, okay. <laughs> So. <laughs> you were in eighth grade. You were in eighth grade. I figured it out. Because if Daniel graduated high school, I was a freshman in high school, and you're a year younger than me, so you were in eighth grade. That's better than I thought, actually. So the egg experiment. Uh, and then the first page says, purpose. And I outlined the purpose of the experiment. The purpose is to see if the egg will change to show structures and functions in cells. <laughs> To see if the egg will change. <laughs> no idea what that means. <laughs> Honestly, guys, like if this is what science was, I would be a scientist now. <laughs> I'm just going to mess with something and see what happens. You know what I mean? Let's try to change this egg. I like this next page. <laughs> the next page says research. <laughs> None of this research has any sources cited. You really did your research. <laughs> Cells are the basic units of structure and function in living things. <laughs> C.O. Chandler, according to me. (laughs) That's the entire page of research. (laughs) I didn't realize it was supposed to be research that you had conducted for starting this experiment. Is that what that's supposed (laughs) to be? I think it was supposed to be preliminary research (laughs) before I make my (laughs) hypothesis. Research. I know everything I need to know, teach. (laughs) It's kind of just like the glossary definition in the textbook, I think, of what a cell is. (laughs) I thought that this was what we were researching. Like, are cells really the basic units of structure and functions and living things well, i was like wow that's a that's a big topic especially when we get to the actual assignment and it's basically just egg torture like this research didn't impact anything about what i did to this egg and if you don't know what this research has to do with eggs 
Listen, that's on you. <laughs> Read between the lines, teach. So yeah, cells are the basic units of structure and function in living things. So I don't, I don't just have cells because they look pretty. I need them to have function too. That's right. At the very heart of this experiment is abortion. Oh, God. <laughs> this is really an experiment to figure out abortion. All right, we did it. We just got canceled. It's official. Hey, you can't blame Daniel. He's a priest. That's true. He's got a thing about abortion. If that's really what this experiment is about, then your um your methods of <laughs> trying to make it happen are pretty interesting. Like, what if we put food coloring in there? That's a green baby. What about just water? Let's just try water. Everyone knows pregnant women have to stay away from water. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So so I don't know if you guys have seen the hypothesis yet, but I'm wondering before we flip to the next page, I'm wondering if you two can make some hypotheses about what will happen to an egg if it's placed in vinegar. Are we, are we talking about a hard boiled egg or a cooked egg in any way or a broken egg or just a solid egg right out of the carton? Oh, I think Daniel's talking about a fertilized human egg. Well, yeah. So. Well, okay. <laughs> I, I That's what that. I thought this experiment was about. No, we're, we're talking about egg like straight out of the carton. All right. Right out of the carton. Yeah. All right. Hard shell. Just like a fetus. Wait. Get a dozen fetuses. I'm <laughs> so confused about what the point of this experiment is. I don't even know why you have vinegar. <laughs> why am I here? Why am I reading this? Who gave this kid vinegar? I thought we were trying to figure out if cells were the basic structures for life. And so I don't understand how we're getting at that by soaking an egg in we vinegar. start with vinegar. <laughs> Daniel, Daniel, Daniel. The purpose is to see if the egg will change to show structure and function in cells so you know <laughs> it's kind of self-explanatory yeah come on man this reminds me of like really old medieval times scientists the guys who were like trying to figure out alchemy and stuff they're like well, what if we fucking put an egg in vinegar we could live forever you think we'll figure out the basic units of structure and function god is real god is real yes that's always the hypothesis god. and the conclusion i mean it's like the doctors you like looked at someone who had syphilis and they're like let's try having you drink mercury let's put an egg in vinegar let's put an egg in vinegar and drink some mercury now i'm about to put this egg in some vinegar and you tell me how you feel. Did you did you see how this, that egg changed when I put it in the vinegar? Now how do you feel? Okay. I uh, didn't do anything. Alright. Um. Yeah. The alchemist is like, my hypothesis is you put the egg in vinegar and it becomes gold. God is real. God. Thusly, God is real. No, really. What do you think is going to happen when you put an egg in vinegar? Nothing. I don't think anything's going to happen. I mean, how long is this egg in the vinegar? <laughs> That's a good question. If you leave it long enough, the egg will rot. I think I know what happens. I'm raised, I know what happens. Yeah, what what happens? The shell gets soft. Did you read what actually happened in the experiment? No, I didn't read what actually happens. Is that what happens? Okay. Uh, no, I don't think it's what happens, but the shell gets soft. That's pretty good. And Joseph said nothing. <laughs> nothing is my prediction for all of these. Well, he's an atheist, so he wouldn't think anything would happen. Also, God is real. <laughs> And the vaccines are a hoax. <laughs> They're just bats. They're just ground up bats. So this this is what my hypothesis was, which makes me think I came up with these hypotheses after I did the whole experiment because it says when placed in vinegar, the egg will soak up the vinegar, the egg will expand, it will discolor, and the shell will soften. 
Very specific. <laughs> very specific. Yeah. If you look at like my hypotheses and then the actual results, it's like basically all right, except a few things where I was like, uh, I can't be right about everything, or he'll know that I, <laughs> I did the hypotheses after the experiment. So we just discovered the secret to child genius. <laughs> yeah. It's pretending you don't already already know the answer. Yeah. Okay, so these are my hypotheses. When you place an egg in vinegar, it will soak up the vinegar, the egg will expand, it will discolor, and the shell will soften. When you soak it in water, when placed in water, the egg will discolor the water. Interesting. The egg will return to the correct color. (laughs) (laughs) You never even said it would change. Is this after you put it in the vinegar? (laughs) So it's a little confusing. I thought I was taking five eggs and putting them in each of these things, but instead it's just sort of like, a gauntlet of stress tests for this egg. <laughs> just one oh my god. This is really an engineering class you were taking, not a science class. And lastly, the egg will turn into gold. <laughs> after the male- nail ball is removed. <laughs> yeah, right. Thusly, God is real. Okay, purple food coloring. When placed in purple food coloring, the egg will turn purple. And then salt water. When placed in salt water, the egg will float. Its shell will dissolve, it will lose its color, and the shell will separate from the inside of the egg. Jeez, these are some wild predictions. Yeah. (laughs) Although I will say, pretty safe call with the in purple food coloring, the egg will turn purple. (laughs) You're playing it safe there. I feel like I'm reading Nostradamus right now. In the year of our Lord, 2023, our society will dissolve and will separate from the inside. Oh, that doesn't make any sense. Never mind. You're really making this egg into a metaphor, Dan. I think it's just an egg. I think you're taking Theo's therapist instructions too clearly. You're, you're, you're looking too deeply into this. Oh, the egg is you, The Theo. egg is you. The egg is your childhood and your hopes and dreams. It's because of my Oedipus complex. Okay, so... Your Oedipus complex. Oh! Sorry, go ahead. That was bad. That was really, that was bad. really good. That was really bad. I didn't hear it. He said my Oedipus complex. <laughs> That's pretty good. Okay, more egg puns, please. <laughs> That's an exceptional pun. Uh, okay. <laughs> you, you got it. You got it. Oomph on the egg a little more. That's an <laughs> exceptional pun. No, you're saying exceptionally. <laughs> That's really excellent. I'm waiting for the person who reviews our podcast and like Daniel just kept missing opportunity after opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> These guys aren't funny at all. They were really <laughs> egging him on. Okay, that time you actually said egg. Just make every word egg, and that's the perfect pun. Yeah. <laughs> egg, 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 egg. <laughs> okay, so nail polish remover. When placed <laughs> stop laughing. When placed in nail polish remover, the <laughs> egg fart noise. When placed in nail polish remover, the egg shell will erode. The egg will smell. The eggs. <laughs> Color will be cleaned up again with the color. Like in the salt water, it will lose its color, and then the egg's color will be cleaned up. I don't know what that means. What color was the egg to begin with? I don't know, but it's like really messed up. It needs a little clean. And then the last thing, the inside of the egg will become <laughs> chunky. So in in the salt water, it said <laughs> the shell will dissolve, and then in the nail polish remover, it said the egg shell will erode. So I thought it was already gone. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm really confused if this is sequential or... Does the eggshell come back when you take it out of the salt water? 
I bet I was, what's it called, like hedging your bets. Like if the egg still exists, <laughs> it will probably erode. Now, if this didn't make the eggshell erode, this is going to make the eggshell erode. I'm getting that eggshell no matter what. <laughs> if God exists, the shell will come back. Let's, let's try red food coloring. <laughs> the, the shell does make it really inconvenient to eat an egg. <laughs> It's true. That's the sort of wisdom you get on this uh, farmer's podcast. <laughs> Farm hands only. <laughs> Farm hands only. Unofficial podcast. <laughs> I've been producing shellless eggs for years. <laughs> God, it's a mess. Hey, farmhand, come pick these up. They're chunky. Yeah, I don't want to touch it. <laughs> Ew. That's what I've got my farm hand for. He touches the chunky egg. I'd say he was an expert. No. <laughs> damn, Daniel, I can't believe you're missing all these puns, man. Okay, so here is here is my explanation of how to do the experiment. So this is how to do a perfect experiment, five easy steps. One, <laughs> gather supplies. No indication of what those supplies are. Two, measure egg. Why is that so <laughs> funny? Measure egg. <laughs> There's no indication of what that means. This is like what you write down if you think you have a really good idea at 3 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> Measure egg. Three is record data. Hey, that's good. That's it. We don't want to forget that step. That's true. Scientists always forget that step. And then pour substance into container is number four. And then place egg in substance. When I read that, I did not think of the substances we were just talking about. I was just like, what? Are we recording anything? Is this just whatever you want to do? It doesn't even say measure the egg again. I know. Like, you measure the egg before you do anything. What should it. be enough? Place egg in substance. Go home. Call it a day. Yeah, right. Come back and you'll have gold, baby. <laughs> Step six, collect gold. It may be kind of smelly and chunky. Man, you'll have to peel it. Step six, get your farmhand to collect the chunky gold. Yeah, so if you guys want to try to replicate this experiment at home, any listeners, just remember those steps. Do you think any real scientists put gather supplies on their experiment to do That's always the first step. <laughs> like at CERN, they're like making a black hole and they're like, oh, ah, forgot to bring the neutrinos today. Can someone write that on ah, the list? Forgot my lunch. <laughs> I can't keep working. I'm hungry. Should have remembered the supplies. Gather supplies. Any supplies will do. Just something. You will need supplies for a three month journey. <laughs> Just go into somebody's office, like take their pens. And <laughs> this should work. <laughs> Gathering supplies. supplies. <laughs> Everybody's like, where's my chair? I needed it for the black hole. <laughs> the black hole is hungry. <laughs> my experiment is hungry. <laughs> the black hole is tired of standing. The black hole requested a chair. The black hole needs a break. <laughs> do, you, do you think like scientists have to, after a while when it gets frustrating, they have to put in like, put supplies back on the shelf? It's like, oh, you left the neutrinos out again. <laughs> Sorry, I keep talking about the neutrinos. <laughs> That's okay. Okay. So, so here is the data. Yeah, so here here's what this egg went through. I love that I had a step in there for measure egg. It's like nowhere in the data. <laughs> you forgot step three. You forgot to record data. Yeah, I took a more anecdotal approach, I think. So January 4th, vinegar added. Oh, I thought this was one-fourth vinegar added. 
I actually thought at first that was like step one of four vinegar added, and then it was like step one of five, and then they just get crazier and crazier. Like one of <laughs> wait, hold on, that's not the first step. <laughs> yeah. This is the first one step. of six, one of seven, one of eight. <laughs> oh my god, make up your mind. <laughs> oh wait, I should have done this first. <laughs> okay, yeah. So it's January fourth, vinegar added, and then already January fifth. Egg color changed. It got bigger. It lost its shell. It is squishy. It smells. Farman, help! <laughs> what have I created? It's like, what do we have left to do this egg? It's already gone as far as eggs go. Theo's already out. Theo freaked out on the second day of the experiment. I love just saying, like, it smells. I'm so embarrassed about my smelly experiment. Guys, it smells. And also, am I doing this assignment at home and, like, my parents are just having to smell this egg? Rotting. It also just it feels very like little kid energy of like it changed, it got bigger, it lost its shell, it's squishy, it smells. You just got really excited that anything happened to the egg after one day. It's almost gold. Yeah, right around the corner. Squishy and smelly is the first sign that it's turning into gold. That's probably how the alchemists felt like on their second day of their experiment. They're like, I gathered all the supplies. Oh my god, this egg is squishy. Measure it, measure it. I it's bet squishy. the egg has to get squishy before it turns into gold. <laughs> you guys ever like uh, go to the doctor and catch a glimpse of your chart and they're like, patient is squishy and he smells? <laughs> it got bigger. <laughs> yeah, because every time you go to the doctor, you're just part of an ongoing experiment. <laughs> patient got bigger. <laughs> That's what like pediatric doctors, right? It got bigger <laughs> when the kids were. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing they're actually they're, they're dictating the notes to a nurse. <laughs> they're like they're like poking you. Patient is poke poke squishy, and uh, he's admitting an odor of just say smells. <laughs> just say smells. It got bigger. Patient got bigger. Yeah, <laughs> that just reminded me. I have a friend who told me that one time when she went to the dentist one time and she saw on her chart like she wasn't supposed to see it, but it was like on the counter or something. She saw it said frequent gagger <laughs> they had to warn the dentist i would throw up on that dentist man i've never seen my chart do they just talk shit on charts like yeah that's what they're for weird junk <laughs> this guy's ugly <laughs> this guy's ugly <laughs> ugliest patient we have yeah you just see a ranking it's like two out of like 250 <laughs> what does that mean oh we just rank you just look over at your chart it's just they're just like fucking this guy again god damn it <laughs> yeah or just like a note to the nurse next time he calls for an appointment say i'm on vacation <laughs> say no <laughs> tell him i'm no longer practicing medicine <laughs> tell him i'm dead ask too many questions about bad scary and covid <laughs> <laughs> said he ate a hawk <laughs> i keep telling him not to eat hawks is trying to turn himself into gold <laughs> trying to... keeps eating eggs soaked in nail polish remover <laughs> patient was soaked in vinegar smelled my hypothesis was totally off got way squishier than i expected <laughs> my hypothesis was completely off he is not successful you should have seen what happened to his shell okay <clears throat> so that's january 5th the egg is already having the worst day of its life now time for the water january 6th the water is added january 7th water <laughs> that's all that happened on january 7th water and then january 8th food coloring added the egg looked purple <laughs> the egg looked purple january 9th the egg looked black 
We're creating a black hole. <laughs> yeah. That's what you were doing. Get a chair quick. <laughs> black hole slash egg looked tired. Getting chair. It still smells. <laughs> Gold imminent. Okay. January 10th, salt water was added. The egg and the water looked purple. January 11th, the egg floated. <laughs> Today, the egg floated. It was just a little reprieve in the middle of the experiment. Yeah, right. It was like, the egg was happy today. The egg needed a break. Egg took a breather. Egg seemed happier. That's what's really missing from science, right, is the emotion. Like, I just write, the egg floated, but, like, there's so much more to it, you know? Yeah. It looked happier. Doctor says, it looks happy today. <laughs> it looks happy. <laughs> poke, poke. Still smells. Patient continues asking me why I am poking him. <laughs> <laughs> Thinks it's funny to make fart jokes. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. So then January 12th. This is when I really take this egg out. So nail polish removal what nail polish removal was added. The egg lost its color. The egg was softer. January 13th, the egg blew up. <laughs> oh god. I did not see that coming. <laughs> he created a bomb. <laughs> The egg blew up and the egg started smelling. It was smelling on day one. What the hell? Oh, you thought it smelled on day one. Now it really smells. The egg blew up. I just think it's so funny. Like, what does that mean, the egg blew up? I'm having dinner with my family and we hear from my room, like, like, what was that? Oh, I put an egg in some nail polish remover. To any potential terrorists who want to create a bomb, this is how you do it. Do this. Or to anyone who wants to make a bomb for the purpose of seeing if an egg will change to show structures and functions in cells. Ah, and cells. Yes. And so then on the last day, uh, January 14th, the egg was dissolved and in purple particles. Wow. wow. Now we're getting into fundamental building blocks of life. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're right. I'm seeing the cells. Yeah. That must be it. I, I feel like this is like the final journal entries of a mad scientist or something. Like, <laughs> egg exploded, roof collapsed, particles everywhere. <laughs> I want to know what each of you think we learned about the building blocks of life from this experiment. Um, I don't know. I, is the egg supposed to be a cell? Like, it's just like a big version <laughs> of a cell? I think you thought that <laughs> in eighth grade. You could destroy cells, too. <laughs> I'm going to take one of the basic building blocks of life. An egg. As everyone knows, we are all made up of millions of eggs. You can find out how many eggs you're made up of by weighing yourself and then dividing it by the weight of an egg. That's where the measure egg comes in. I have to use the bathroom. I'm so sorry. Okay, I'm back. Okay. I just want to so... say, Theo, I think last episode you put another flushing sound in when I used the bathroom. Um, and why do you bring that up? Because you got to stop putting flushing sounds after every time I use the bathroom. Why? Well, no, maybe it's a maybe it'll be a, a funny joke. <laughs> One of these days. <laughs> One of these days it'll hit. You don't think that's funny? <laughs> it is funny, but people think you brought the the mic into the bathroom with you. <laughs> Why do you guys never pee when we do this? I always have to pee. Do you pee before it? Yes, I peed right before. Mm. Did you drink a lot of water? I do drink a lot of water. I'll have you know. This is my bottle. This is my third one today. You should just get one of those things that you can pee in. A catheter? No, like those like specially shaped uh, little cups that you pee in when you're driving. What, is this like a penis-shaped cup? 
<laughs> I don't think it needs to be penis shaped. <laughs> it's, it's perfectly. <laughs> I under- mean, it's got to be a little bit bigger. No, no, no. It's the same size. <laughs> That's a condom. You're not supposed to pee in those. <laughs> I've been using this all wrong. You're looking through the drawers like, hey, we got any more of those pee cups? <laughs> any more of those pee balloons? <laughs> oh, those are really handy for long trips. So no flush sound this time, maybe. Um, no. What I- if I do a remix? <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's a thing now, so the audience needs it. I just can't believe you guys never pee. It's always me. Yeah, well, how about this? This time, make it sound like somebody else said they had to pee, and then you do the flush sound. Okay, do your best impression of me saying I have to pee. Yeah. I'm Daniel. <laughs> I have to pee. You think my voice is lower than yours? No, it's about the same. <laughs> I, I just had to change it slightly. I don't know. <laughs> I'm Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I don't know how to control the volume of my voice. The thing is, Daniel doesn't usually tell us that he's Daniel. <laughs> I'm Daniel, I'm Daniel. He doesn't, it's this thing, he says it when he's about to pee, though. I'm Daniel and I have to pee. Oh, I guess I've, I've just never seen that because he never has to, I guess. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> it's really rare that he has to pee. He only does it like <laughs> once a week. So <laughs> I do it after I pee, too. I say, I'm Daniel and I just peed. <laughs> this has been Pee Break with Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> and then I leave the stall. That'd be awesome if Daniel did that once a week, only peed once a week. That would be awesome. <laughs> but it was like insane when he did it, though. That would be horrible. I would love to pee once a week. You kidding me? Imagine how big you would get, like how big your bladder would get over the course of a week. You would gain pounds. Well, if I could like be taller. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's just going to push up on your shoulder. You would have to change pant sizes throughout the week. (laughs) Worth it. (laughs) Worth it if I don't have to pee. (laughs) You guys don't change pant sizes throughout the week? (laughs) No, Joseph has to do it multiple times, like every 30 minutes. (laughs) He doesn't know what a belt's for. She's got a bunch of pants. She's got a bunch of pants. Patient has a bunch of pants. <laughs> it has a bunch of pants. Uh, nurse, note that patient has a bunch of pants. Patient loves to talk about all his pants. I've never seen him come in here wearing the same pair of pants. It's always different. And I've seen him like four times. <laughs> patient has at least four pairs of pants. He just keeps track of the outfits you have. You know how there are those pants that have zippers around the legs that that are like you can turn them into shorts yeah yeah what about this invention where you have different waist sizes for your pants so you just have a zipper around all the way around the top oh that's genius you can just put on a different very top part of the pants <laughs> that is a belt <laughs> no but it's a zipper that goes all the way around and you're replacing it I with see. new denim <laughs> i thought you were saying the zippers went down slightly on the side of the hip of the pants so you could like expand the pants by zipping down a little bit oh that's a good idea yeah that's a lot worse of an invention <laughs> My, mine is but like yours just come off entirely and then what do you do put a different pair of pants on no 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 you you keep the whole bottom part of the pants. You just unzip the top part. And then you like pull it up over your torso. <laughs> now you take it off like regular pants. It can also have a zipper vertical. So you can just sort That's of. That's a lot of zippers. And they're made of steel. So you can't go through any metal detectors. And they rust after a few weeks. Right. And they make a really loud noise. So everyone knows you have really cool pants when you're, when you're unzipping them. <laughs> So everybody knows when you're getting fat. (laughs) I heard Theo go to the bathroom and change pants sizes. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think he really has to pee? (laughs) I'm trying to come up with a noise. 
Well, anyway. Should we continue? Yeah. See, Joseph, if you didn't say anything about going to the bathroom, I wouldn't leave it in at all. But now it's integrated into the story of the episode, so I have to put in the flush. You mean now that we're talking about it, you have to put it in? Yeah. Are you just going to put flush sounds over every time I talk for like this whole segment? <laughs> what was that? I couldn't hear you. <laughs> it's just the background music. That'll be the theme song at the end of the episode this time. Why don't podcasts have background music? Some do. Like throughout the whole podcast? You know, think of like This American Life. It has a lot of music. Oh yeah, I guess it does. But not throughout the whole podcast. They always do the trick. Like when the music fades out, the next thing that you say sounds really important. Mm. So I guess we could do that. Like the music could fade out and then we go. (laughs) (laughs) Except instead of music, it's flushing sounds. (laughs) We're making the best podcast, people. (laughs) I put a disclaimer at the beginning saying there are flushing sounds underscoring the whole podcast except when we say something important. It's like only when I'm talking that I don't have the flushing sounds. <laughs> I actually think here's a real idea. A, a, <laughs> no, I'm gonna get it out. Hold on, guys. This one's real. No, no, I get it. I get it. No, I'll be laughing all the way to the bank when I make up my uh, pant waist zipper. It needs a better name. An audiobook with a soundtrack. Okay, one of the best parts about movies is it like uh, when it has a good soundtrack. Audiobook. Mm. Soundtrack. Whoa. That's a good idea. That's a great idea. I kind of hate podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> like this one? <laughs> um, I just wanted to fit that in there at one point, and I chose that point to fit that Especially in there. Especially this one. <laughs> we'll fade out the music for you to make that important point. <laughs> well, Joseph, what about books with soundtracks like you know how we came up with that amazing technology of you can open like a greeting card and it plays music yeah so each page is like a centimeter thick <laughs> this book is gonna weigh so much it'll have 5d batteries on the spine <laughs> i need new batteries for my book yeah i think that's a great idea oh but remember the ones that had the buttons down the side yeah like there was somewhere you turn the pages and then there's other ones that had like buttons that you could oh. push the chicken whenever you see like the chicken picture wait that's what you should have had for jabba nuba with yanni oh yeah here's the here's the helicopter noise yeah <laughs> press the yanni button <laughs> you just press him and it plays the helicopter or whatever else happens in the album <laughs> Shing falls down the, the, the hole or whatever. And then it's just got a little picture of a helicopter. Picture of Yanni, but it makes the helicopter sound. He's <laughs> just smiling. Every book needs a Yanni button. <laughs> it starts playing the album from the beginning every time. I got to turn the page. I can't just listen to the whole thing every time. I watched Rocky, by the way. No, we should just get back to the experiment. Okay, we we already went over everything that the egg did, everything I did to the egg. Yeah, I'm ready to analyze this experiment. Here's my analysis. We, uh, I guess this is a partner project. <laughs> so we did pretty well in our hypothesis. We guessed almost exactly right on the vinegar. In the water, we guessed the egg would change a lot. The water actually didn't change the egg except for expansion. The food coloring changed the egg exactly how we guessed. Obviously, right? It turned purple. And then here's something that's so embarrassing. Our guesses, not our, our guesses were very wrong for the salt water. Oh, it's a question. Our guess is very wrong for the salt water? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the shell was already gone, so all of our hypotheses that had to do with the shell were automatically wrong. 
the nail polish remover was about right. The erosion and making the inside chunky were wrong. <laughs> That's a great sentence. The egg exploded, but no one guessed that. <laughs> <laughs> we sure didn't. Man. I question if it did explode. <laughs> I love that. Unlike a a normal experiment would say, like the experimenter was wrong about this, but no, you're putting it on everyone. No one guessed that. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, nice try. You can't convince me. You knew the egg was gonna explode. You tried doing an experiment sometime. You don't know how many supplies I had to gather. Yeah, right. I feel kind of called out by this. How many times do you think that was true for the alchemists? Like they thought it was gonna be gold, and it just exploded. <laughs> <laughs> well, nobody could have guessed that. Tenth time I made something explode <laughs> uh, I bet there's, there's a Latin phrase for no one guessed that Eureka <laughs> come on Joseph you know that's not right I'm pretty sure that's right I um, like how many puns you could have made in this analysis oh yeah yeah we guessed almost exactly right <laughs> what would it be oh egg that didn't change the egg <laughs> except be? for expansion it didn't change the egg except for expansion Oh, the egg, egg, saft for egg expansion. Wow. Yeah. The water didn't actually change. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. The, all the all of our hypotheses that had to do with the shell were eggdomatically wrong. Instead of our guesses were very wrong, it could have been egg guesses were very wrong. <laughs> egg guesses, egg, eggy, raw, egg. <laughs> yeah, that would have been hilarious. <laughs> Now that's a pun. Egg guesses, egg, eggy, wrong guess. <laughs> what, if, what if I had done that? So then it seemed like the actual experiment made me into some sort of egg human hybrid who has to say egg at every word. Eggs are the fundamental building block of life. Egg, egg, eggy, egg, and egg, agathis. Egg, egg, help, egg, egg. <laughs> Wow, you guys are so lucky. I'm still your cousin and I didn't turn into a half egg, half human hybrid freak. I think you are an egg. You're kind of eggy. Oh, no. You have Shit. always smelled. <laughs> it does smell. Now, I just started smelling with the fingernail polish remover. I think all those pants you have are just to hide that the bottom half of you is an egg. It is squishy. <laughs> it's squishy, just like an egg. And then the conclusion of the experiment is the egg showed a relationship to cells by diffusing the the substances molecules and growing <laughs> what the hell? god diffusing the substances <laughs> molecules and growing in size well you've wowed me with that sentence i'm gonna have to go back to my science texts to figure out what that means diffusing the substances molecule which substance like what's it saying oh it's saying that the egg absorbs the fingernail polish remover and it grew in size okay the more acidic liquids affected the egg more than the less acidic ones vinegar and nail polish remover in parentheses the egg showed a relationship to cells by diffusing the substances <laughs> molecules and growing in size the egg egg diffuse uh, egg relationship <laughs> Sorry. my cells are always diffusing the substances molecules and growing in size i guess they are yeah so that's that <laughs>
I learned a lot. <laughs> Where's the gold? <laughs> I, I wasn't about to tell people about the gold. I think he would have gotten gold if he had measured the egg. Yeah. <laughs> he skipped a step. I gathered some more supplies. Yeah. I probably didn't gather enough supplies. Yeah. Maybe if you gathered some gold as part of your supplies. I think you figured out if eggs have souls yet. <laughs> Are you going back to the abortion debate with that one? Or? Oh, God. Yeah, I think this basically shows that abortion is okay. I mean, it blew up. It blew up the egg, so I think it would work. I mean, I think if I did turn it into gold, I'd probably just tell everyone it blew up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, it blew up. Sorry. So you've just been secretly rich this whole time. Wow. Yeah. I mean, this reminded me of another science experiment that I did. I can't remember if I talked about it on this podcast, but the experiment was to see, I guess, sort of like what helped a seed grow best. <laughs> Okay. I remember doing this with my friend and just like not taking it seriously at all. I mean, I just, I just thought like I was too smart for everything, I think. Even though that... Oh, you already knew what was going to happen, so why'd you have to do this stupid experiment? <laughs> I mean, your whole research was quoted from yourself, so... <laughs> yeah, right. I don't really need to do this experiment. I'm about to skip a grade. <laughs> I'm right. researching my own brain, okay? <laughs> but I feel like everyone else, they were doing things like checking the pH level of their water and determining if that would affect how the seed grew. But I know my friend Nathan and I were like, let's put one just in a cup of dirt and not put any water in it. Let's put one in a cup with only water. Let's do one with both as you do with the seed. And then like, let's just put one in a cup, just like a plastic cup. <laughs> of course, nothing is going to happen. You were investigating if miracles occur. <laughs> All that happened was like the one that we actually did properly grew a little bit and the one that was in the water just expanded <laughs> exploded basically yeah. and then you prayed really hard and the one that was just in the cup turned into a beautiful tree classic <laughs> you know, priest right. suggestion <laughs> we farmers know that's not gonna happen if you don't want the baby just play really hard oh my god <laughs> i think you should have taken one of the seeds and put it in vinegar water purple food coloring salt water and nail polish remover in that order i bet i know what the purple food coloring is going to do it. I remember this seed experiment. It hadn't been going on for a few days and then our teacher finally looked at what we were doing and she was like, she, she had like a panic moment where she was like there are too many variables in this experiment. At the end when we were like writing the results for the experiment, we just talked mostly about the one that was in water that got just like bigger. I think I wrote that it, it experienced slight enormification and my friend wrote that it, it experienced severe gigantism. We were like, why well, are we get a bad grade on that project <laughs> but anyway science is cool i'm curious like what made you think you were above that experiment you're like obviously putting it in dirt and water is gonna help it grow the most what the hell i don't know i think it kind of felt like any sort of seed growing experiment is something a lot of people do in like elementary school that's just for farmers <laughs> and yeah. i'm a farm hand i just touch the gross stuff i don't touch seeds until they get giganticism in water i don't touch anything yeah. unless it's squishy and it smells <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or gigantic uh this is beneath me i'm kind of a specialist i just do the touching you got any stinky seeds you got a stinkier <laughs> experiment i could do 
<laughs> These hands are made for touching. Touching stinky shit. I'm just a stinky so, boy. I'm just a stinky boy. <laughs> Come on. That's a good thing to respond when, when they ask you, do you think you can fulfill the requirements of sitting in the safety row? Just look at him dead in the eye. I'm just a stinky boy. <laughs> I'm just a farmhand. That's actually my profile on farmhandsonly.com is I'm just a stinky boy. Under a picture of me. Now, if this handle starts getting stinky, I'm on it. <laughs> nice. Got any more egg puns before we're done? Uh, egg. <laughs> oh, how about this? Uh, pretend you guys are about to do a performance. Break an egg. Uh, oh. Like break a leg. Yeah. I guess it should be break a egg. <laughs> break a egg put a little pause in there for the suspense i can look up egg puns if you want i mean yeah i do want that <laughs> you do and i think that's what the audience wants is it gonna waste too much time if i ask chat gpt no we need miss forcho unit to read egg puns <laughs> we need 15 solid minutes of miss forcho unit saying egg puns to end out the podcast it's it's a boot down sequence <laughs> i yeah. just i always love chat gpt's puns like this what do you call an egg that can play the guitar? An egg strumentalist. <laughs> mm, that's pretty I'm going to ask it to explain that to I you. I feel like I'm being replaced by ChatGPT on this podcast. <laughs> I, I just asked it, what would Daniel say? So we can just edit that in. The term egg strumentalist is a play on the words combining egg and instrumentalist. An instrumentalist is someone who is skilled at playing a musical instrument. By adding egg to the beginning, it creates a humorous twist implying that the egg itself is the one playing the guitar, making it an egg strumentalist. <laughs> That's that. Are, are we ready to be done? Sorry, we didn't get to any of the, the cancelable assignments. Oh yeah, we promised everyone we would get canceled this episode. You mean I didn't talk about abortion enough? Oh shit, yeah, and I said vaccines are hoax. What did you do to get canceled today, Theo? Um, Talked about eating hawks? No, that was Daniel. So. Yeah, <laughs> that was Daniel again. Well, you brought it back up. Oh, I mentioned Joe Rogan. There you go. That is true. But you also mentioned mass killing of mosquitoes. Mm. I went extinction mode on those fuckers. Yeah. You wish what? I went extinction mode on those fuckers. Honestly, can I just say, I, I don't want to kill any animal except mosquitoes. Wow, that makes you sound a lot better. <laughs> when I <laughs> when I did, it was one of the greatest stress-relieving things I've ever done. Wow, you're a horrible person. Do you actually care about mosquitoes? No. No. <laughs> I did feel a little bad knowing that, like, all the mosquitoes that try to suck your blood, they're just doing it to feed their babies. They're all mothers. And so I did feel a little bad killing hundreds of mothers. Yeah, there's a bunch of starving larvae somewhere around your doorstep. Mommy! Can you hear them right now? <laughs> Mommy, I'm horrible to look at and writhing around. You see mosquito larvae. Right? I'm squishy and stinky. <laughs> I'm chunky and smelly. <laughs> Mommy, I exploded. <laughs> anyway. Well, I was going to say that I had an experience with one of our cousins who is vegan and I had just started doing that and I was sitting with her on a couch and a mosquito was flying by and it was annoying me and it was inside a house and so I killed it and then there was just this really <laughs> odd moment of silence between us where 
I was wondering constantly, like, should I not kill a mosquito around her? And then also, <laughs> I still have never brought it up to her. I think there's a good, I mean, there's a possibility that she was offended by that, and I just never addressed it. I just, there's just this, like, silence. And then we, like, kind of, like, paused, and then I, we moved on with our conversation. So that could have all just been in my head, but. You should have just been like, this is the one exception, and then you pick it up and eat it. After you. <laughs> like, it's the one animal thing you will eat. I've been craving this, let me tell you. No, I can't get it up with these little guys. I saw this thing flying around the room, and I was just started salivating. Can you turn into a bat and fly away? Nice. He's a vampire. That would be fun to have a pet bat. Mm, they're pretty cute. They are cute. Yeah. Dude, there's some amazing things about bats. <laughs> Tell us. They're amazing pollinators. Yeah, I knew that. Better than bees? Probably not. And for long distances, they are. Mm. Wait, Daniel, you were a farmer. You never had any sort of bat um, caves? No, I've got a lot of bats around my house. Yeah? It's probably why I don't have a cloud of mosquitoes. I think that if I caught a bat and put it in my hallway, it would love living there because it would eat so many mosquitoes. I think you should put it on a little leash Mm. and then be like, we're about to go out. (laughs) That would be so cute to have a little bat flying around on a leash. Yeah, it'd be like, meep, 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 meep. Just like destroying mosquitoes. People do have birds as pets. (laughs) So? Why not a bat? Why not a bat? Listen up, people. You want a bat as a pet? Just get a Kroger bag and go out to to your nearest I know there's one bridge in Texas. (laughs) And put as many bats in that bag as you can. Because chances are, when you get home, most of them are going to be dead. But there might be one that's still alive, and you can put it on a leash. It will bite you. It will bite you, but that just means you won't have to get the bat. (laughs) And you become immortal. Vampire. (laughs) But still recommend a rabies shot. Which is actually why you don't have to get the vaccine, because now you're immortal. (laughs) Yeah. The catch is all you want to eat is blood. Mm. Hard to be a vegan. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. You could just uh, eat an impossible burger. <laughs> and the impossible human. <laughs> the impossible. Wasn't that the whole Twilight thing? <laughs> the thing was he was a vegan? No, no, no. It was just vegan. He was, no, no, I'm serious. He was like, he was like a vegetarian, basically. Oh, yeah. He wouldn't bite humans. He only bit cows. Oh. Maybe I'm wrong. I never read it or saw the movie. <laughs> I mean, I assume it's one production company making all the the vampire material, and they're looking at the key demographics they're missing. It's like vegans. We got to make one for the vegans. This vampire found a loophole by only doing maple syrup. Stick your teeth in a tree. Okay. This vampire um, found a loophole in Sharia law. <laughs> no idea what it is, but I don't know Sharia law that well. I'd click that link. <laughs> yeah. So that's definitely some, a clickbait title. You won't believe the loophole this vampire found in Sharia law. That's a little long. I mean, if you, if you just have like, this vampire found a loophole dot dot dot, I would click that. <laughs> like, yeah, being a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> being immortal do you want to know what makes this egg stinky and chunky <laughs> want to blow up an egg step one gather supplies step two measure egg you won't believe what step three is <laughs> you won't believe how easy it is to turn the babies into gold <laughs> okay i don't know how many clicks you're getting with that one. although i i don't know i might click I'd that click it. i might click that that's one I'd open in an incognito window. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to say, clickbait has gotten so formulaic. Like, we all know what clickbait <laughs> sounds like, but it's always the same words. You never see clickbait. That's just so fucking wild. <laughs> like, <laughs> this vampire found a loophole in Sharia law. Like, I would actually click that. There's no way I wouldn't click that. <laughs> 
Well, the fact that it's not trying to impress you with the vampire, it's trying to impress you with what the vampire did. I feel like it implies a whole world that we don't know about. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what clickbait chat GPT would come up with. You won't believe what you call an egg that plays a guitar. <laughs> Here are five terrible puns about eggs. You won't believe number four. Yeah. Um, do you want to know something about vampires that you remind me of? Yes. Yeah. So in college, I took this energy technology class, which was all about renewable energy. We had an assignment and part of the assignment was like making you aware of your own energy consumption. There's this term vampire energy for like any device that is always on in sort of a standby mode, uh, like a TV that needs to be on in order for the remote to turn it on kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And so there was a question on the assignment, which items in your room are always plugged in and draw vampire energy? <laughs> <laughs> so we were like turning in the assignment and the girl beside me said, Theo. I was like, what? And she said, how did you draw vampire energy? And I looked up. <laughs> no. She had drawn like a Nintendo 64 and a little TV and like a toaster or something like that. And then a like vampire with like electric tentacles coming out of it. That's awesome. She's like Amelia Bedelia. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Okay. Thank you all for listening to Inside the Mind of a Child Genius. This has been a really, really great and rewarding podcast episode for all the listeners. Mm. Make sure you check out everything we wrote on Smashwords. Make sure you go to iTunes and give us a five-star rating. Tell all your friends and family about the podcast. What's a great way to get the word out about the podcast? Just look someone in the eye and make a fart noise? <laughs> oh, oh, I know how to do it. I know how to okay. do it. Okay. Didn't your experiment teach you how to melt the shell of an egg and then get the shell to come back? I guess so. Yeah, you can melt the shell of the egg right with food coloring. Oh my god! Listen to Inside the Mind of a Child Genius and then put the shell back on the egg and then sell it to Kroger. Put it back in the car. <laughs> and then sell one egg to Kroger. There's room in the fridge. I see room. <laughs> I know you've got your suppliers pretty much locked down, but I've got an egg. <laughs> Trust me, you're going to want this. Why Why is it purple? You put it in food coloring or something? <laughs> hey, it's a free egg. Don't ask any questions. Why does the egg smell so bad? <laughs> yeah. Why is that egg so stinky? And why are you squishy? <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. Thanks. See, the thing is, eggs aren't hard in the middle. I don't understand that. I was thinking you would thing. write it on the inside of the shell. Oh. oh. So you'll never see it. So that when somebody breaks it open, it's like a fortune cookie. <laughs> you never check your eggs for fortunes? I do always check the inside of the shell for little messages. Yeah, yeah. You, you got you to put, put a little slip of paper in there. <laughs> what if that little chicken was trying to communicate? It's like a little fortune. And then the front, it says, like, all your eggs will explode. And on the back, it says, listen, inside the mind of a child genius. Yeah, that's a good t-shirt. That baby chicken had one message to communicate with <laughs> human beings before it died, and it was, listen to Inside the Mind listen of a Child Genius. Inside the Mind of a Child Genius. <laughs> Pretty sure that's not how eggs work. But... If the female chicken mates with a male chicken that's holding pencil and paper... <laughs> Would the baby chicken inside the egg have the pencil and paper to write it down? Now, that's a good experiment. <laughs> that's going to take a while to gather supplies for. Yeah. We're going to need a tiny pencil and paper. Next time someone talks about how they're trying to have a baby, you'd be like, okay, like, what are you going to hold, though? Because you want your baby to have something cool. And, like, 
You're going to have a Nintendo Switch or something? <laughs> Conception works, but it just magically transports whatever's in your hands at the time that you conceive into the child in the womb. Yeah. <laughs> Except it's like, they don't just have it. It's like part of their body. So it's just like <laughs> their right hand is a Nintendo Switch. Or it's like a Teletubby situation with the screen on their tummy. Worth it. That's why that guy you're sitting next to on the plane is always holding a gun when he has sex. <laughs> I want my baby to have a gun. I actually did see a thing, a question on Reddit the other day that was someone legitimately asking if her baby was going to have her nose after her rhinoplasty or before. Like she got nose surgery. She wanted to know if it would have her new nose or not. That's a pretty invasive surgery. They're going into your DNA. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, and my husband says it's going to be my old nose, but this is the nose I have now. And when we can see. Seriously? Yeah, she was dead serious. Oh, gosh. I think the best way to get the word out is tie a message like Daniel's fortune cookie style to a mosquito Ah. and it'll get eaten by a bat and it'll get eaten by a hawk. Uh And then when that crazy guy catches the hawk (laughs) to eat it. Then we'll get him to listen. We'll get that message. <laughs> we need more crazy listeners. Yeah, that's true. Just one, just get one crazy listener per episode. Or you can modify the DNA of mosquitoes mm. to make them think and listen to Inside the Mind of a Child <laughs> Genius. And then so whenever they bite people, it's like malaria. Oh, it's like oh. a virus. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I like that. I love the idea that we have the technology to be able to infect everyone in the world with one idea. And it's not just like, you know, don't <laughs> hurt people. Like, don't. No, we'll, we'll, we'll say that on the podcast. They'll get that information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we also have a lot of other things to say. Yeah, you'll have to put it behind a paywall. <laughs> yeah, right. Join our Patreon to discover why we think violence isn't the answer. Here's another way to get the word out. You write down, listen to Inside the Mind of a Child Genius on a piece of paper and then put it in some really gross stuff and then all the farmhands will, will listen. Well, to be fair, I think we have all the farmhands only listeners we, we have that market on lot well you gotta give them something every once in a while that's stinky that's true that's true here's your squishy tidbit here's your stinky bit <laughs> we just have one stinky bit at the end of each episode for our farm hands okay cool well that's a great way to get the word out that's great. do we all want to say who we've been mm. yeah yeah i'm theo and my egg exploded <laughs> Do you ever play that strong bad game on the home store website where you Your head explode. <laughs> yeah, whenever you die, your head explode. <laughs> I'm the Archbishop Dan. <laughs> I uh, I got nothing. Come on, dude. No, I I can do this. Um <laughs> yeah. Just say I'm Joseph and I gotta go do something, and then I'll put in the flesh noise. <laughs> No, I'm sticking with what I just said. Okay, cool. All right. I hope everyone enjoyed this egg episode. Oh, nice. You've been holding on to that one. I was so excited. I was like, Joseph, just come up with what you're going to say. I have to say egg episode. <laughs> you didn't say I hope everyone. Oh, egg I, ho- yeah, I hope egg, egg episode. <laughs> this has been egg side the egg of an egg egg. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it's been egg the egg egg egg. Here's the theme song. There we go. Hey.
egg. <laughs> That's what we should do from now on instead of saying whoa. <laughs> egg. Because it's a pun on whoa. We can't give things <laughs> for our listeners to expect because we are definitely going to forget them for the next <laughs> time we record an episode. Great egg piece ad. My electric garlic crusher. <laughs> You're trying to think of electronic things that are related to vampires? Yeah. They draw vampire energy. <laughs> my blood diffuser. I gotta keep remembering to unplug my vampire at night. <laughs> Good <Yeah>. one. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. We should definitely cut that out. <laughs> no, I just had a flush after it. <laughs> now it's funny. Because I did that. <laughs> now it's funny. <laughs>